0: Welcome back to Awake and Agile. We are back again after a week's hiatus. Uh, Jordan and I this week talk about uh, where to get started as a new scrum master in a in a large organization. Uh, and our mailbag question is about uh, seeking recognition and getting recognition as a scrum master. So let's get right into it. Good morning, Jordan. How are you?
1: I'm good because we've uh, changed our recording sessions from Friday morning to Thursday lunch to back to Friday morning, and I'm happier now.
0: (laughs) You're happy about that? Cool. Uh, That means that I can't go for a walk on Friday mornings unless I get up at very, very early, which which we call sparrow fart in Australia.
1: Am I robbing you of your walks? No,
0: I'll go at lunch. I go at lunch times now. Because now just... that now that we've uh, reserved an hour at lunch in yeah. our area, uh, I, I'll go at lunch.
1: Okay. So you're not making the audience feel bad about your lack of fresh air. No, I'm just
0: I'm just making trying to make you feel bad for no reason. Mm. That's Good very nice. Good luck. What a, <laughs> what a what a friend I am. I
1: know. I know. <laughs> uh, okay. What uh you got a question, you got a check-in question.
0: Uh, yes, I do. Uh please describe the last time you found yourself in a state of flow where time meant nothing and you were just focused and on the task at hand.
1: I've got one uh, that's come straight to mind, but I'm sure that there are, if I, if I thought about it, I'm sure that there are more uh, current instances. But a few years ago, um, I was not in the scrum master position and I was um, processing i was just doing something in excel but it was like just like editing lines fit like lines in excel with information um and
0: we are so much alike
1: it probably took like two hours and i didn't move off my seat or didn't i just chucked my headphones in listened to metal music and um and smashed it and um and i remember just yeah I wouldn't let myself get distracted because if I lost my place, it would take a lot to get back to where I was. Mm. So,
0: yeah, mm. Mm. manipulating data in a in a in a sheet, yeah. yeah. Once once you get into it, that's that's really a, a good state of flow. Um, uh, similar. I've got a work one and a personal one. So a work one is um doing some some planning for the next for the next year upcoming roadmap type stuff just
1: uh
0: figuring out um kind of slotting into the calendar when things could or should happen in preparation to have that discussion with with the team and the teams and it's it's like oh we could do this we could do that we could what if we did this what if we chopped that thing out you know how much is too much <laughs> um yeah and then before you take it to the team and then they tell you um, a completely different thing and you yeah. change it all again, which is what you have conversations for. Um, just getting a couple of hours of that is a good, yeah, bang on some music, um, just focus is, yeah, that's good. Uh, had that in the last week. And, and also um, after hours uh, sitting down uh, game time with, with, the, with the guys uh, remotely, I, I feel like the world just uh, melts away. And mm-hmm. nothing else is nothing else matters. There's a band that do a song like that.
1: Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only Metallica song I can play on guitar. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Mm. Very good. Mm. We should ask your teams that. Scrum masters, what? What? Uh, when was the last time they were in a state of flow? And then they should say recently because you've helped them get into the state of flow and all that jazz.
0: It's, yeah, it's interesting. Like, just go on with the banter a bit more. So um, we watched uh, my team watched we watch a TED talk each week, and the TED talk this week was a person who talked about state of flow and actually they're talking about um, COVID and the feeling, the feeling between you know you're really really good and you're depressed and there's some there's a point in between which is um and that was um given a name languishing you know you just feel meh Mm. you're not depressed you're not super fantastic you're just meh Mm. um and that's languishing and he found that uh sitting down with his family playing Mario Kart every night got got him into a bit back into a state of flow and he started to enjoy uh, and come out of the languishing state, mm-hmm. and that was for him. And so we were discussing afterwards, and, uh, and I kind of said, "Yeah, it'd be nice if if playing Mario Kart paid the bills." And then, ref- then how how do we get that that feeling? But in our work, mm. can we work towards that? Can we can we get to a point where where our work is giving its purpose and meaning and uh, we get into a state of flow and our mental state, physical state improves. Hmm. I'll get off my rock now.
1: That's deep. No, that's on, good. In my mountainside, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how to where to start, like where we could go down that rabbit hole, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's it's the old you know, find, find something you enjoy, you'll never work a day. On. It's
1: that thing, yeah, 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 that
0: you get, yeah, because. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to play Mario Kart all day, every day if it paid the bills.
1: Yeah. <laughs> would it give you a sense of purpose, though?
0: Well, for him, because he he involved his family, it was every every night the family would get together, sit down. They were enjoying life, you know, they were enjoying life together, enjoying something together. You know, the mm-hmm. kids would gang up on him and make him slip on a banana peel, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got... the parents involved and you know the adults and when the kids went to bed they had adult mario kart (laughs) so yeah it was it was community and that kind of thing building they could have played any game they could have played cards or something but they did something yeah i like it Mm.
1: right so on topic what are we going to talk about uh
0: so had a chat to a scrum master this week and he's asked us to talk about uh where to get started in a large organization when you just come on board as a new scrum master
1: oh yeah is this uh are you a scrum master that's come from a small organization i take it and you're used to let's
0: let's assume yes
1: yeah so you're used to scrum being in its purest form where you're delivering something every sprint to the customer and you're in a small team and say
0: that was the aspiration and the the, uh i I think it's pretty rare to have perfect scrum Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but let's say that they were a bit more uh mature than than the the big organization
1: yep yeah and then you come with this big organization and they're not delivering something every sprint because it takes a bit longer to get something through. And you've got regulation and you've got lots and lots of documentation and you've got big, big teams and um lots of dependencies depending on other stakeholders and other teams. Mm. Is this what we're talking about?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You come you come in, you yeah, you're new, you 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 get to know the team, you get to know the product owner, you start building those relationships and then and you're observing and you're observing that the big behemoth company isn't um, doesn't follow the agile manifesto
1: mm-hmm.
0: to so they're the water ten. scrum yeah the the you know as you you said a few things you know massive documentation mm-hmm. contract negotiation with with different dependencies and um, Maybe they're three or four steps removed from a customer. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. The area you work in maybe isn't a software warehouse, software development shop. They don't build apps. They don't build technical products. They do something else for that ends up with the customer. Um, so yeah, you can understand that that might be a bit of a, a, a bit of a shock.
1: Mm. you might want to um you might want to turn it on its head i'm sure you get tempted to you come into a team in a big organization and they're not doing scrum half half its potential um i could see the temptation to go in and change it all up
0: all guns blazing come in this isn't scrum you're doing this all wrong yeah we need to why we why are we doing all these documents you know uh, yeah those sort of questions. Yeah, yeah. What are we wasting our time with with all of this? If if it's you know and you might get the response. Well that's because we've always done that. Well that's the process. Well that's the Yeah. So I, I guess the question is how do you navigate through that so that you don't get shown the door straight away?
1: <laughs> well yeah I think I'm jumping, jumping a little bit to the end here, but I think there's a couple of approaches or roads that you go down. You can go guns blazing and keep hitting the ceiling and not making any change and not feeling, um, you know, like you're in scrum and you're a scrum master. And then two things will happen, right? You become accustomed to the culture and you, your practices and your, your acts becomes blunter and and all your scrum skills kind of start to diminish because you're not using them. Mm. and And you just become this... I don't know coaching person in a in a team that's not doing not really doing scrum, or you can keep pushing hit in the ceiling and get burnt out and leave and go find another company and so that those are the two roads that I've seen scrum masters go down when they're in a big organization what are you is there a middle both, is there a middle ground
0: both are not ideal no both kind no. of don't end <laughs> up in the in a good spot do they
1: no no that's that's what we're we we, we want to talk about right we want to see is there there a middle ground what's the end what's the target state in that environment
0: so uh i think it is uh it's a it's a it's a longer play so you can still get to to a, a great result a great end result you can still make lasting change but it's a it's a longer play so, just like in a in a smaller company, uh, the work the the, the flow yeah. of the work is faster. Less people to interact. You know, the, the the focus is on getting the product out to the customer or the thing out to the customer, the service delivered um, with as high as quality as quickly as possible. Less people, it'll happen faster. In a large organisation with many moving parts, many gears to shift. Is you're going to have more conversations. So there's more, more work to get done to get an outcome. So, what are we doing? What do we do in Scrum? What do we do when we're breaking down work? We break it down to the smallest thing and deliver the smallest thing and do that and then improve and reflect, reflect and improve. Same thing here. Inspect and adapt. Inspect and adapt. Jeez, there's two words. <laughs> uh, same thing here. Okay, get to know, you, get to know your team get to know your product owner, uh, have them get to know you and build up that trust, start to build up trust in the team. So maybe just be honest, maybe observe for a couple of sprints and be honest with the team and say, I'm, I'm just going to figure out how you work, how I can help you, and I'll come back to you and present back you know, what I think I saw and how I think we can uh, improve the how. We we do things, um, and then start small with those improvements. But bring the team on the journey and bring the product owner on the journey. So if you have to take the product owner aside and say, "Hey, I'd like to try this this new thing. I'd like to try, um, uh, uh, you know, the way we write our acceptance criteria, or I'd like to start writing acceptance criteria in stories. Are you are you down for that?" Yeah. Um, here's the benefit that it'll it will give you um, I'd like to start um, having uh, more backlog refinement sessions or shorter backlog refinement sessions just just to focus on one thing at a time are you down for that um, and and give that a go and if it works great and then do the next thing and the next thing and uh, Constantly get feedback, and then uh, when you do your sprint review or your your demos, you you share what you've done or share with your peers and say, hey, I've done this. Um, And then over time, your team will start humming and they'll rely on you less and less, and they'll come up with their own ideas and how they improve. Um, And that's when you can start looking at, well, maybe there's a few there's a couple of other teams. There's teams outside the ones that we work on that we're dependent on. You know, maybe you can start asking those questions about the documents that we produce. Are they valid? Do you read them? Are they, are they giving you what you need so that, you know, when you review them, you know, it takes you four weeks to review this document that we produce for this process thing. Um, is there any way we can improve that so that it comes in by a week or a day or, you know, God forbid, we potentially could get rid of the document altogether because it's not useful. And at least you can have the conversation. They, they can turn around and saying, no, 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 this, it's, it's required. Regulations require us to do this and we have to have it and we have to submit it to the regulator. Okay, great. At least you've asked the question and you can worry about other things. <laughs> so, yeah, so they're outside the team, dependencies on the team. Um, eventually, you may get an audience with that regulator and ask them about the document. What do you do with it? Where is it placed? Is it secure? Do you read it? <laughs> but that, that, as I said, it's a long game.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think, I think, Going in knowing that it's a long game is important. I think also um, there needs to be a bit of acceptance there that you may not be able to get it to a state where you had it in your small company where you're delivering something every sprint. You may need to accept that there are just some things that can't be changed mm. and, and that you should focus on the things that can.
0: Mm. Yeah. But don't uh, don't sit back and say, oh, this is... This is bad. I, I can't make this change. Yeah, don't be question, defeatist about it. Yeah. Yeah. Ask a question. What? Ask question. Why? And you, you may get a perfectly valid reason as to why you mm. can't change. Mm. At, at least you know, and then you can move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be courageous about those those questions.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you were to ask. Plenty of questions in every aspect that you think could be improved. I'm sure you're going to find a couple of things where you can see an opportunity to improve it.
0: And, and you know, to ask those questions, play the new, new kid card.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ask, new, ask I'm dumb just,
0: questions. I'm just trying to understand, can, can, you, can you just help me understand what, why we do this, the way we do it? Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 got it, got it. Have we ever asked about, does anybody read that documentation that we fill out? actually no <laughs> should we ask no 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 we haven't got time all oh, right okay maybe in a sprint or so you know that document should we ask if that's valid or not yeah. so it's it's just keep a keep a list of things yeah. you, you never know you might you might turn up to a retro and it's completely unplanned you know nobody knows what to do you've got you might pull out one of those out of the list and go hey do we want to think about this thing Mm. today
1: have we answered the question
0: i certainly hope so i think just 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 overview like start start with the team get to understand the team how they work um start building that trust small pieces of improvement um once the team is humming you can look outside the team or even look outside the team while the team's on the path to being a, a humming high-performing team. But yeah, don't, don't expect, uh, don't expect massive change to happen, you know, within a six to 12 month timeframe. Yeah. But don't lose hope.
1: Yeah. Don't lose hope. And, and there are plenty of, you know, plenty of wins you can get there um, sprint on sprint as well. You know, you can still run your retrospectives and keep the work visible and, comprehensive and that quality starts to improve so there are some tangible things you can get your hands dirty with but some of some other things in big organizations are just going to take a little bit longer yeah and
0: And that's and that and that's okay just
1: very good right mailbag time do you continue to insert sound effect will you do it for this one
0: of course do you want to do a different one i've got many
1: okay I'll have, a, I'll have a new one and I'll, uh, Great. I'll let you know next I can week. Find, I can find a new one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Uh, we've got John here from Austin, Texas. Hi guys, should I do the accent? No, I shouldn't do the accent. just going kind to of think, should I? No, I shouldn't. Uh, hi guys, enjoy listening to your podcast. Just a question about recognition. Sometimes Scrum Masters can get a lot of wins for the team, but not a lot of credit. When does the scrum master deserve recognition, if at all? And how do you deal with a lack of recognition?
0: Do you want to? Do you want me to?
1: Okay. Yeah, you you were talking. Yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, recognition. Uh, First thing off the cuff for me is that we shouldn't be pursuing recognition as scrum masters or servant leaders. And and we should find our, um, well, purpose, but also our, um, I don't know, the value out of how the team improves irrespective of what recognition we get even if we implemented the uh the change or if we suggested a change and someone else um someone else implemented it but it was your idea and they got recognition for it that's fine in my opinion we've got to strive to be a little bit selfless in the in the recognition area um because that's not what we're here for. If we wanted to be someone to get recognition, we'd get a different role. Um, we'd become an amazing data analyst or PO or BA or whatever. But we're here to help developer. teams. Yeah. And we're here to help teams uh, improve and, you know, strive to get the best out of them and, and help them improve themselves. Um, and that's where our true uh, purpose comes from in the Scrum Mastery. So... When does the Scrum Master deserve recognition, if at all? Uh, look, I mean, obviously, the Scrum Master deserves recognition when they do some amazing stuff. If they've managed to make the team self-organising, uh, if they've managed to, you know, have the team continuously improve or the velocities increased drastically, um, you've cut a heap of waste, you've done some great things as a Scrum Master. Sure. I mean, sure, we deserve um, the recognition if we get it. Uh, but if we don't we should be happy with that and yeah and so how do you deal with a lack of recognition i suppose you know we, we are all human um we do like to be noticed and you know we do like to be affirmed in what we do uh and who we are so if you are getting a lack of recognition the whole time i mean again like i mentioned at the start it's not our it's not our gig to get recognized but um I don't know. How do you deal with a lack of recognition, Adam? Over to you.
0: So, Scrum Masters. Part of the Scrum Masters' DNA is we are humble. Scrum Masters are humble. Uh, it's it's all about the team. It's all for the team. If the team wins, everyone wins. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I like my sport analogies. Um. Whenever a sporting team wins a wins a final, wins a cup, wins a premiership, um, the, they interview the coach after the game and, and they the coaches all praise about the team. The team, the team they were out in the field, they're the ones that played the game. Mm. Um, all the credit goes to the goes to the team and that's you know, that's the scrum master. Scrum master's the one um, guiding, coaching, training the team to uh, achieve great heights. If you're wanting recognition, um, I mean, we all we all want to be recognized at some point. It's good for our motivation. You, you know, we feel good. It's um, nice to know
1: that you're doing the right thing as well sometimes. Yeah, ab- yeah absolutely. Right which,
0: which, yeah, uh, which uh segues into my next point is um my expectation of Scrum Masters is they're constantly checking in with their teams to make sure that um, you know am i doing everything uh, everything am i am i doing things uh, the way you want me to um do you have any feedback for me yeah. uh do you want me to change it up do you want me to do anything different you know um and uh yeah you will you will get positive recognition out of that people will say no it's great i you know I love that retro you ran a couple of weeks ago um you know, and and you'll get ideas for how you can um, bring in fresh, uh, fresh things for the team as well to to keep them engaged and motivated. And yeah, but we don't we don't go seeking recognition.
1: No. no,
0: you know, we're not we're not we're the the silent voice behind the behind the group. And when the when the group wins, we
1: all win. Very good. Good luck, John. And um let us know how you go. And shall we finish it there?
0: Let's do that. All right. That, thanks that for listening.
1: Yes, I was just, I was just about to send us off, and you interrupted me.
0: <laughs> I do it all the time. I'll um, oh, shut up now.
1: I know. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> that being said, thanks for listening, everyone. um Email us your questions at awakenagilegmail.com, and we'll answer it here on the mailbag. Bye for now. thanks everyone for listening we hope you got something out of that episode and again if you have any questions shoot us an email at awakenagile at gmail.com otherwise you can find us on linkedin adam murray and jordan bailey and we do have an awaken agile linkedin that is pretty lonely at the moment i need to do some work in cleaning that up but for now uh that's how you can get in touch with us bye for now we'll catch you next week hey adam yeah how many conspiracy theorists does it take to change a light bulb? Do your own right. research. <laughs> what rhymes with orange? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs>